It's Halloween on episode 25 of the Indie Game Riot. Everybody is Josh and Jan. This is episode 25 of the Indie Game Riot. That's right. We are a quarter of a century old. Uh, and by that, that's more like 25 weeks or give or take <clears throat> a couple of weeks. Holy shit. Do you realize that's almost, that is almost six months now? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Great. I mean, we're talking about, you know, how many weeks in a year? 52? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. So, I mean, we're, we're like halfway through the year, pretty much. Uh, well, not quite. One more. But, uh, <laughs> That, that you know that's that's longevity right there for yeah, when, when you impressive. talk about like when you talk about when you talk about like all the podcasts are out there and I know not even just indie game podcasts not even video game podcasts all the podcasts out there how many of them like just drop after before they even hit d- double digits really <laughs> most of them <laughs> exactly most of them my, so, my last podcast made it to episode 13 right? how many episodes did um, VA radio get to we were up there actually I think we were probably like 30 or something we were, we were getting, there, like, getting close to 40 yeah but, we were uh, but we are planning on taking it far far farther, far yes. away than that um, and uh, yes this is our Halloween episode so uh, I hope you are in store for more Halloween tropes and cliches like the yeah. intro. Because. <laughs> boo! Uh, <laughs> Do you like that jump scare? Because <laughs> we got plenty yeah. of those coming around to you. Um, you but first. think that a podcast would scare you with jump scares. That's how scary <laughs> this shit is. <laughs> but first, uh, how, how are things going with you guys? Um, well, Rev has a cool story, so I'm going to let him talk later. And wait, just um, one thing. Hold on. Let me just preface this by saying I'm sorry ahead of time. If I hack, I'm trying to turn away. I'm getting gotcha. over a flu. Yeah, and, Josh uh, is. I got caught. So he had Ebola, except he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, I did. Now everyone feels sorry. Yeah. Oh, darn it. So an unconfirmed I, case. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need the it's CDC like, knocking down my door. <laughs> So I had a very non-eventful week this week. I basically just waited for this new job to send me in. And for, for those of you who know my name in real life, which has like two letters repeated, it's ridiculous. It's French. Don't don't blame me. Um, so it's Frog. hard to look at. You, you, you hear my name said and you, you see it spelled and you're like, that's not you. So I call in and uh, Colin, or no, Calvin answers the phone. And he's like, <laughs> I uh, call in and call in. like, hey. Uh, am I on the schedule? He's, he looks and he's like, no, nah, I don't see you. All right, bye. Click. And so I'm like, guess I'm not on the schedule this week. That's kind of weird. So I take my girlfriend to work because we work in the same place now. And she calls me while I'm driving home. And she's like, you work when? Five minutes ago. Crap. So I rush home, <laughs> get dressed, go to run. I was not expecting to work that day. Rush back in, <laughs> sign in. And then there's the, the, the story that I heard was, Everybody knows that after Calvin answered the phone, he looked back, found my, saw my name, and went, "Ah, oh, crap!" 
he <laughs> is scheduled this week. Um, and Halloween being today, uh, it's our busiest day of the year, surprisingly. So I would have sworn it would have it, been like Super Bowl or Thanksgiving. No, it's it's not as big as the Super Bowl. I said Super Bowl. Yeah, the day the day before Th- Thanksgiving is really bad. Thanksgiving. The day Are you kidding me? You know how many lazy fucks there are out there that, like, can't get them? So- like, I have ordered Domino's pizza on Thanksgiving. Merry birth, Miss Pilgrims. Yes. <laughs> but um, I also, like, the, the, the cool thing that I did was I, one of the lights in my, the only light in my room broke. It was like a stand-up floor light and all the switches weren't working. So I decided, screw this, I have an outlet up top and a little s- remote switch that I can turn the, the outlet on and off. And so I hung Christmas lights all in my room and it is the coziest thing in the world. And coming up to winter, it's like the, the best. It's the little things sometimes. <laughs> totally um, not envious. Yeah. You know, of course, like- of course, it's, it's kind of a fire hazard, <laughs> but probably not as much of a fire hazard as Rev had to deal with today. Uh. Yeah. yeah, nice segue. Nice segue. So, uh, tech, uh, sorry, one second. Okay, well. Shut up, you bastards. <laughs> the, the reason why it's a fire hazard is because I have, like, you know, halogen. They're not, I don't know, you know, normal incandescent Christmas lights hanging over uh, one of my curtains. You have, like, the ones that, like, turn 100 million degrees. You know, they don't actually get that hot. They're the tiny ones. So I've, I've, there's those little ones that you, like, touch. You're like, yeah. oh, the, the ball was loose or something. You touch it, it like burns your fingers yeah, off. They're, they're not those. burns on your fingertips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are the incandescents. Does anyone call them incandescents anymore? I just call them Christmas lights. And the other half are um, the LED strips, like the industrial bright jiggers. And I have a switch that I can hold. I'm holding it right now. I'm flipping the lights on and off. <laughs> ADD at its finest. Yeah. <laughs> So, Rev. Uh, so, uh, tech tonight, uh, I received a, a, a text because I, I, I put out a tweet and was like, hey, I'm running a bit late. Uh, I got to go put out a proverbial fire. Um, that proverbial fire then became a literal fire. <laughs> so, I'm going on site to, uh, we've had a, we, we had a, a POE switch that uh, had developed a fault. So we are made it. And I just, I haven't had time to go over after hours to install it because I've just been so wiped out by the time I get done with shift. It's like, screw it, I'm going to go home and sleep. And uh, and so like I was sitting there and it's like, okay, you know, I'll swing by real quick and we'll get this taken care of. I get on site. I am like in the process of you know, mapping out like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And all of a sudden, uh, the, the switch that we were going to be replacing, like it was the old one and the replacement had the POE fault. And so we already made that one. The old one had a bad fan. And as I'm sitting there, it suddenly goes poof and like flames <laughs> and smoke. And it was like, Oh shit. Oh shit. So like I'm ripping the power cable and then like, <laughs> By that, oh. by that, you mean you were just running back and forth, screaming at the yes, top of your in this, lungs in this Fire. little concrete room. One one eight nine 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 four one nine nine one one nine seven two five three. Um, yeah, no, I thought about sending out an email to whom it may concern. No, <laughs> Fire. 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 Fire
So, yeah, that was fun. Uh, fortunately, uh, we, we happened to have a backup uh, switch that was there because when I plugged in... So, so we ripped that one out. That was cool. Had to replace a couple of patch cables um, that, that may or may not have melted. And, uh, yeah, we, that, was, that was cool. So decide then that we're going to uh, we're gonna plug in the new switch since it's all pre-configured and ready to go. And, hey, <laughs> we might as well. So rack it up, plug everything in, turn on the power, and the entire network to the entire facility goes down. And it was like all of a sudden the radios start going off. We're getting emailed alerts. I'm getting texts from people going, what the hell did you do? And uh, sirens and so, are, I just imagine you in this one room by yourself. <laughs> sirens going off like it's like, just like, signing packets like a nuclear plant just melting down. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Um, it felt like it. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a bit of fun. So ripped that that one back out and put in a different replacement that doesn't do what we needed to do but i'm pretty sure i know what's wrong with the poe switch that i was putting in the one that didn't catch fire no the one that didn't catch fire um so yeah that was my evening and that's why we're so late tonight so it's, it's good that you um it's it's good that you caught the um the switch there because if you hadn't been there the whole place would have burned down Exactly. Like that that's like, just what was gonna happen. Yeah, it was uh it was it was fortuitous, but also a pain in the ass. <laughs> so, Could have so been fortuitous for someone else. Yeah, exactly. Uh for me. So how about how about you, Josh? What have you been up to? Well like I said, I've I've been getting over I had a flu for like five days and then I got this cough that's just nagging me. And I'm like I'm trying to hold it back right now because I'm down like coughing, it's driving me nuts. But um other than that, yesterday was trick or treat in uh, in most towns around here, and I took my. Why don't they do it on Halloween? They usually do it on Thursdays, but I also think it has something to do with uh, they feel people are more uh, troublesome on the actual Halloween or something like that. I don't really know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I took I took my kids trick or treating, and my daughter was Curious George, and my son uh, was the man in yellow hat. And uh, I have pictures on Facebook for those of you who know me personally. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they are they are very cute and to uh, Reddit. <laughs> they're very they're very cute and and uh, I stole only a little bit of their candy. So, um, well, her candy because he it's weird because he's three months old, but people were like handing him like not handing him but they were like here's something for the little boy. And it's like a freaking uh, Tootsie Pop. Like he's going to gum that thing down. <laughs> How anyway. many gums does it take to get to the center? <laughs> probably, uh, he'll probably choke first. Anyway. That, that reminds me, I saw a, um, uh, my, my girlfriend watched this video called Man vs. Pin, where this guy is like, hey, Pinterest things, let's see if they work. And it's like, coat an apple in Jolly Ranch, melted down Jolly Ranchers, and it'll look cool and it'll be delicious. And he does it and he tries to bite into it. And he's like, this isn't happening. This is as solid as a rock. <laughs> it just sounds stupid. Yeah. Makes more of an ornament. But anyway. Yeah, but you know what isn't stupid? In the news. Injection. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why, then give yourself an Indie News Injection. Thanks, Indie Games. And this week on Indie News Injection. First up, 
we have another convention that we're thinking, or at least I am thinking, and maybe uh, Tech as well, about going to and rep- repping Indie Game Riot at is MAGFest. Have you guys heard of this yet? I, I think uh, a lot yes. of people heard of this. Yeah? Uh, short for Music Gaming Festival. It's four days long, dedicated to the appreciation of video game music and gaming of all types. And there's a really heavy uh, indie game uh, presence focus. there. Yeah, focus, you could say, even. Um, and especially when we... Because I thought this was particularly interesting just because we like to feature, uh, you know, like indie game musicians on our show and everything like that. Uh, and, and obviously the indie games that are going to be featured there. Um, and they say it's not a convention, it's a festival. For So, excuse me. It's basically... They treat it like a party... <laughs> And uh, there's concerts going on by the video game musicians and everything like that constantly throughout the weekend. Um, this year, it's taking place in National Harbor, Maryland. Which, for those of you who don't know where that is, it's south of D.C. for some reason. Is it? Yeah. That is weird. It is very, it's like it's like next to Leesburg, but across the bridge. Okay, so it's, like, so it's basically like going to Virginia then. Y- yes, it's basically Virginia. It's okay. south, yeah. It's like an hour and a half away. Um, Anyway, you can... uh, Excuse me. You can pre-register... Excuse me. I'm trying to hold back these coughs here. Uh, It's it's actually going to start January 23rd through the 26th. So it's actually not going to start for uh, a few months yet. So you have plenty of time. Um, You can pre-register and... <coughs> Josh, it's okay. You're okay. I can't. I'm trying hard. I don't want to gross people out or burst people's eardrums. Um, Pre-register at fifty dollars. Thank you. Uh, the price goes up uh, to fifty-five dollars on Friday, October October the thirty-first. So actually, no, it, the price is fifty-five dollars. <laughs> uh, you can also uh, get some bonus swag for one hundred and fifteen. Um, you can get a um, other badges for more money, or if you have a group of larger than eight, you can get in for uh, forty-five dollars per person. Um, now, and it if you like music, go. And you can what, book hotels. We were talking yeah. about this earlier. You can book hotels through their website, and the hotel rates are like ridiculously cheap. They're pretty cheap. Fifteen dollars yeah. a day. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> they. <laughs> If you're, if I don't know if anyone listening here is, is involved with like any other um, press affiliations, but this does not have a press pass available. Yes. That's um, because they don't have sponsors. Right. They don't have sponsors. So they ask that everyone pays an entrance fee so that way they can cover you know, everything that needs to be covered. Which, and to be fair, for a four day event that's $55 and everything be open is a really big deal, especially considering that you're getting four days of concerts, four days of indie games, <laughs> other such game and music nonsense and it's uh like it's huge magfest is huge uh yeah last year's they had twelve thousand attendees that's a lot of people and uh this year they have uh as far as like the guests that are going to be there smooth mcgroove if any of you are fans of him on uh on uh youtube he does all those crazy acapellas of video game music i'm doing the ones that that i know um hey uh uh, Game Grumps is going to be there. Yep, Game Grumps. So Ross, Ross O'Donovan, Barry Kramer, Danny Sexbang, uh, and Aaron Eagle Raptor, and Susie because she's a oh know, yeah, and Susie yeah. Aaron Aaron's a wife. <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna be there as guests. As far as the musicians go, 
Uh, I don't actually don't know too many of these, but some of you out there who are big fans of like the video game musicians are heard of Power are, Glove, Power Glove, um, uh, Bit Brigade. I've heard of Bit Brigade, Triforce Quartet, Rare Candy, uh, Super you know, Guitar Brothers. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Nerdy musicians who are actually pretty talented. Check them out on YouTube. You Miyaki is that DJ? Yeah, I guess. So it's going to be a fun time. I hope Screw Attack's going to be there. If anyone, if anyone uh, is going to be there that listens to the show, I hope to see you all there. Maybe. Get our pic- get your picture taken. Yeah, yeah, and I hope that uh, maybe Tech and I can do a little bit of uh, not only connections and reporting and everything like that, but even get some uh, kind of like how uh, yeah. Rev did at Indicate and get some footage. They also have a lot of awesome arcade cabinets there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. God, yeah. I'm so jealous. You guys are so close. I don't think I'm <laughs> gonna be able to make it. Oh no, we didn't get an IndieCade. <laughs> <laughs> no, Probably the biggest indie convention. Um, oh, so indie games. As far as um, uh, this is these are the indie games that came in last year. Um, let me see here. Paranautical Activity, Hermit Crab in Space. Paranautical Activity is is another story for another show. <laughs> it, it, uh, Black Like Me, uh, Revenge of Ranch, I'm trying to see here, I'm skipping through some of these, Crystal Brawl, heard of that one, yeah, I'm trying to find oh, one, tech, yeah, you need to fill out a tabletop space request form by January 8th, 2015 to have your request Ooh. for tabletop space, <laughs> ooh, I could do that, I could show Zaya, default, you band. can email them at tabletop at magfest.org, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna, hold on, uh, I'm going to sl- give myself a note. Tech <laughs> email MagFest about tabletop space. I also just want to point Damn. out they have a cool uh, they have a cool little logo at the bottom. for. It's like on an arcade, old arcade machine. Mm-hmm. And it's like in a uh, Zelda style logo. Oh yeah, that's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, going from Something that is scary awesome to just plain scary. Terror Engine Reborn 2.0 has launched. And if you have ever wanted to make your own horror games, but haven't had quite the ability to learn code, or you're lazy, or you're not a very good 3D modeler, Terror Engine Reborn 2.0 has you covered. For a free download, you can play any Terror Engine game that you possibly can, and for $15 registered on their site, you can use that to make games, which is awesome because although it might not be quite to this level, uh, the Unreal Engine is expensive. Uh, uh, Unity is kind of expensive if you can if you don't make any of your own models, and come on, like... Who I, I showed this to my girlfriend when we when we heard about it, and she's just like, "Send me that link. I really want that." Did you actually <laughs> play any of the games? I, uh, I haven't played any of the games yet, oh. but I have downloaded it and I have like messed with it, and it is pretty cool. And and it also supports single and multiplayer, which is great. Uh, full HD, 3D, 2D. Um, actually, I think it's only 3D. It is. It is only 3D. If you could, if someone could figure out how to make this yeah, 2D, yeah, you say 2D, it'd be interesting. They'd probably have to deep dig into the actual code. Though. Yeah, probably. Um, but it's definitely something. If you have wanted, like we talked about Twine a few episodes back, um, 
where, you know, we, we were getting ideas like, oh, man, we should make a Twine game. That'd be really cool. We'll make it funny and, you know, whatnot. And then, and then this, you know, plops down and it's like 15 bucks. You can, um, you have access to over 1,000 pre-built 3D models and, you know, like be able to make your own horror games. That's kind of awesome. It is crazy, like with, with the availability of engines and just saying, you know, something like this just being 15 bucks, so that's it. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like a subscription base, right? It's just like it, flat out 15. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of cool that... Um, it's like a know, freemium. It, it, it's freemium is the way it's described. Yeah. And... Um, but it's it's just it's just crazy how easy it is to get access to making games yeah. now. It's, well, it's exciting, it, yeah. but at the same time, you got to watch out because there's going to be a heavy uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, saturation. Saturation. Thank you. Uh, of horror in this particular situation of, of uh, horror games and, and yeah. people who don't know how to because it's not just about coding. You also got to <laughs> exactly design it, the game. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that this is like sort of hearkening me back to is the days of click and play. And and it's cool because, you know, click and play was, you know, <laughs> slash you could get it really easy. Um, right. And and it gave a lot of people the option to make really cool games. And a lot of people made really cool games. And you have RPG Maker that came out. And there are a lot of people who made really creative games with RPG Maker that aren't necessarily RPGs. And now you have a lot of these 3D engines that are being you know, pushed out that are very available to people who don't need to know a whole lot about games. So now, although they might not be as great as some, you know, you know, oh, well, this is an indie game, but we've had thousands of dollars of, you know, funding and lots of experience between this team. And, you know, we were, we were really good at this, but it gives people an option to tell a story that they may not have been able to do so otherwise. Um, yeah. And it's just like ugh, empowering so, community. It's me right there. Exactly. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of, of people that, you know, don't have experience, we're going to segue to some people that have a ton of experience. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Not as smooth as the segue. Um, so we have uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, November 1st, 2014, from 4 to 11 p.m. in San Francisco, California, 94103. Day of the Devs, hosted by Double Fine and I am 8-Bit. <laughs> so it is uh, games, art, music, food, uh, a bunch of game devs, uh, and, and it's free. That's the big kicker. Uh, it is completely free. If you aren't able to uh, to attend, you can actually, uh, they're, they're streaming it as well uh, on Twitch, unfortunately, but uh, Double Fine's channel, uh, twitch.tv slash Double Fine, uh, we'll be streaming it uh, 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific. And and as much as we um, yell at this, I'm just going to bring this up, but even uh-huh. though we always yell at Phil Fish, his music is being featured, and his music yep. is pretty good. So, uh, you know, um, you've also got um, uh, uh, Dose One, Life Formed, uh, David Conga, you know, other Disaster people. Piece. <laughs> Actually, a lot of the games that are going to be there are pretty big uh, as far as yeah. indie games go, and uh, I gotta say, it's it's. I mean, first of all, Costume Quest Two. I should probably just mention that off the top of my head here. I saw that one. Even in though, the yeah, even though even though we're not featuring it, it is definitely a game to pay attention to if you haven't played the first Costume Quest by Double Fine. It's it's a really cool uh, adventure game, uh, yeah. Halloween themed and everything like that. Escape Goat Two is going to be there. Uh, you know, it's really cool Plus, about Luma, looking at Luna. What? 
looking across this, uh, looking across the list of games, I'm going, hmm, I saw that one at IndieCade. I saw that one at IndieCade. I saw that one at IndieCade. I played that so, one. <laughs> so, so Day of the Devs for all you people in Los Angeles? Los uh, Angeles? San, Francisco. San Francisco. I get them all mixed up. It's all Or California. nearby. If you're in LA, it's only <laughs> yeah. like seven hours away. Uh, <laughs> so uh, if you missed IndieCade or you didn't want to pay the steep price <laughs> to get everything at <laughs> You can show up for free and see some of the awesome games at IndieCade that you may have missed. And it's just, it just like you're talking about, you're talking about Double Fine, and I am eight bit. They're, they're people that understand, kind of know what they're doing. They kind of yeah. know what they're doing, and they know they understand indie game. Not that IndieCade doesn't, I mean, it's IndieCade, but they 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 don't. They're not out there for a reputation of like here's a, you know, they're not like. Here's you the games. Should, you guys should buy these Here's games. Here's some things. Here's some things to sit down and listen to. They're it's like, funny. let's freaking party because it's indie games, man. Yeah, you know, it's exactly. Like the Cheech and Chong of indie games. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 I think cool that they have both uh, PlayStation and Xbox as sponsors. Yeah, they're. Uh, yeah. I mean, look at that. They're talking about uh, Unity, gaming Unity. Exactly. Cheech and Chong. Humble, Humble Bundle is one of the sponsors. Like, we, we love Humble Bundle. Yeah, we who doesn't love Humble Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't love Humble Bundle? So def- Bundle. Definitely check Day of the Devs out. You know this, what else? What what else is that? You know what you know you know what could happen at Day of the Devs? What what's that? A zombie <laughs> invasion? Close. I would say a riot. Oh, Starting a riot! And this week on Starting the Riot, the first spooky game. Of, of the show, uh, I guess I guess it is technically the first spooky game of the show. I don't know. We, did we talk? About it? I don't know. I'm lost already. Anyway, this one's called. It's the first one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. True. Silence of the sleep. Uh, you play as a man called Jacob Reeves, a man who has lost his reason to live. He throws himself into a blackness to end his misery, but instead of it being the end, he wakes up without a memory of his life before. And basically, this is a very... <coughs> if I can live through this. <laughs> this is a very uh, moody, atmospheric, uh, kind of, I guess you'd call it 2.5D, uh, side-scroller adventure game. And you're basically running from the darkness. I would, I would call it the darkness that's uh, basically chasing you down. Because uh, you killed yourself, and uh, people don't like uh, suicidal people, I guess. I don't know. Uh, at least in the afterlife, they don't. Apparently, that's that's what we've been taught in uh, "What a Dream May Come" or whatever, something like that, right? Yep. That's yep. the Robin Williams movie, yep. which is ironic. Um, oh wow! I didn't say <laughs> too that soon. too soon, Josh. <laughs> I didn't say that at all. <laughs> uh, there's puzzles to be solved. There's monsters to be uh, hidden from. This is another one of those games where you don't have uh, really anything to. Uh, Fight back. Uh, fight back with, thank you. And uh, it is currently, actually, it's currently on sale for 33% off. That's on November 3rd. Uh, for eleven thirty-eight. it's originally sixteen ninety-nine. And uh, the publisher developer is just, just goes by Jesse McConan. So it's a one-guy operation. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, it's, his, it's, his, it's the first game that he had on Steam, so. Psychological horror is what they call it. Yeah. You know, I'm, as I'm as I'm as I was flipping through all of this, I, I'm getting a lot of similarities between a couple of other games that we've we've featured. Um, 
the the side scroller aspect seems to be very similar to uh, the fall mm-hmm. uh, way back on episode eleven, and uh, the the thematic content and the everything else kind of reminds me of the game that uh, that I played just after Indiecade, uh, the Never Ending Nightmares. Yeah, oh, right. it also it, it sort of harkens me back to Bulb Boy as well. Oh, oh Bulb Boy yeah, is a little bit art style. I, yeah, I guess I can everything that. moves like not necessarily like the character, like the characters of individuals, but like the way that the scenery is like played out and the way that you're interacting with, um, you know, the world feels a lot like Bulb Boy. Yeah, and these so, are all games that are great. And while we say that this reminds us of a lot of games, it is definitely its own game. No, it definitely yeah. is. And and this is as indie as it gets. Like I said, one man operation. Um, and also, by the way, the music is fantastic. It's very atmospheric, and if I don't know if you want to listen to horror music, you know, uh, to relax. If you do, it's, I mean, I guess, okay. If you do, he released the Silence of the Sleep soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, he does. He released it. You can get that with the game and everything like that if you'd like. Um, so that is there for you. And, and I made sure to check to see if this actually was a one-man operation. It is. And the fact that it says, send me an email, definitely <laughs> that it's a one-man operation. <laughs> what well, even and- says it on the Steam page, yeah. know, unless he's lying. Uh, it says one man game, graphics, animation, coding, music, you name it. He, here's another thing. His Facebook page only has like 484 likes. Like, what's this the, is, that? This is a game that I put in. That, I mean, there's tons of scary indie games that would probably uh, deserve a spot in starting the riot. But this game, <coughs> excuse me, uh, I put in because it it's a game that has not received much attention. And it's awesome and it's a great game it's it, it deserves the attention um i i particularly love the art in it. it's very um i don't know what i'm it, just trying it, to think of the word like it, it 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 matches sort of like uh silhouettes ver- with very detailed scenery the silhouettes really pop out from, yeah, exactly. from the background scenery because the background the, scenery is very intricate but it's like it's 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 hand drawn. The background yeah. oh, all looks so good. Yeah, and it's so like I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to live in this world, but it's, <laughs> but it. Really I'd like to live much. in the in the in the suicidal purgatory where a monster exactly. chases me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any other questions for that? I, or any other information I may have missed for Silence of the Sleep? In, in general, it's highly recommended. Um, the vast majority of people that have uh, that have played it have all said it's great. You know, there's a couple that are like, eh, whatever. I think, I think the people who didn't give it a good recommendation probably don't have very good uh, patience. Yeah. Well, there's like a, a game... there's a, there, there's one that I that I was reading over earlier that that kind of stuck out, and he he did have some some valid. He had valid criticisms, but mm. I, I think it's more the criticism stemmed from his own personal expectations. Mm. Uh, you know, he was he was talking about some design issues that, that he was having problems with. And uh, I think my biggest issue, which isn't really <coughs> more Rev's issue, uh, it's only for Windows. Yeah, but yeah, sort of that's sort of how what you find on Steam. Usually. I think I think probably the hide mechanic is. It, is what I would think may have the the most nu- would be the most nuisance. Is that a, am I saying the right thing? Yeah, sure. Would, would be the biggest <laughs> nuisance is what I'm trying to say. Um, just oh, because fire. just because of the the whole two D two and half D aspect of it. 
So yeah. it's, you know, sometimes it's hard to tell where, where you, you are. And, yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff. But, but to be fair, with games that are coming out now that are getting like critical acclaim that have similar, if not significantly worse, problems. Yeah. Uh, at which which people are ignoring. The fact that this is a small game and it's easy to nitpick small games with with few developers, uh, I mean, like this, it's a solid game, and and it, you know, and this, this is, guy can make more stuff. And like I said, this is a game that that hasn't gotten a lot of uh, notice, and that's what I really like putting on the shows are games that deserve more than what they're getting. So I, you know, I could have put I could have put Costume Quest two in, um, but you know, Double Fine has no problem. <laughs> getting noticed in the indie game community, so you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can help out uh, Justin McConan so he can make even more uh, awesome games. So. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm already adding it to my, uh, to, to my shopping cart. I won't be able to buy it yet, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Jesse. And uh, you know what is awesome? Uh, zombies. Zombies, zombies. and uh, particularly zombies at peep shows. Please give all your attention to early access. And this week on The Peep Show, we have a disgusting scene as the curtain draws back. Uh, There's a small group called the Indie Stone. Working out of the UK and Canada, they released a game in the alpha stage called Project Zomboid. Um, It is a a Zed game, as imagined, but it's a survival RPG. It's currently available on PC, Mac, and Linux. Um, And uh, it... Basically, uh, the zombie hordes. Uh, you're you're trying to survive. It's sandbox RPG, and uh, it, it is still technically early access. It's still in its alpha build. Uh, they did do some crowdfunding for it, so good on them for for making that. Um, the uh, the the game itself, like the the art style, it, it's an isometric, um, and it changes in uh, the depth of view. Uh, so you get some some fairly large or fairly wide screen type view, and then it can suck down into you know, action where I'm shooting zombies. Um, you can you can team up on user created servers, so it is multiplayer. Uh, you're scavenging for stuff, and you have to just survive. They also provide modding support, so for all of you that like to fuck over all of your friends by facing them with insurmountable odds and puzzles and stuff like that, um, that is in the process of being worked on. And, and, uh, and before, before I get to another feature of this game, I also want to mention that this game is very hard. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, the... the 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 thing that they say in this game is that there is no winning, you will die. It's just a matter of yeah. how long until. Yeah, and it and it gets hard. Uh, from my understanding, it gets harder the longer you play. Right. Eventually, a few days, uh, the electrical go out, uh, yeah. or the water. One of them goes out first, and then eventually the other one. So the utilities will go out. Um, you have to you know craft. There's a crafting system. Yeah. There's, there's a crafting there's, system. There's a building system. There's a thing called Moodles. Uh, and hey, evil dogs here. Hey, guy. Sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> uh, that's that's live stream talk right there. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, Project Zomboid. 
and uh, what was I saying? Oh, the Moodles. That that's actually one of the challenging things. There's character traits. First of all, when you start the game, uh, you can uh, choose different, I, I guess, professions you would call them. Um, mm-hmm. So, for instance, if you pick a construction worker, I believe there's like you'll be strong and uh, uh, I guess you could say hardy. And then yeah. you can also okay. choose. Uh, you can also give yourself strengths, but in order to balance out those strengths, you can give, you also have to give yourself weaknesses. So you could say. Uh, you're also fast, but you might be nearsighted or something like that, so you can't <laughs> see as far. So it's things like that. And then there's these things called moodles. So uh, you know, if you're easily scared, that's one of your uh, that's one of your like weaknesses. You'll get uh-huh. uh, you'll be easily frightened and panicked, and uh, you'll start to break down, and your your psyche will start to break down. A lot of things play into it uh, when you're playing the game. It makes it really really challenging. That's really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Um, one other thing that, uh, that that actually really attracts me to this, there is a demo available uh, that currently it, it shows it's a little outdated. Um, it does show the game as it was a year ago in a couple of hours, um, but uh, it's available on Steam and Asura. Uh, so if you don't want to buy the alpha build, uh, but want to kind of see what it was like back then and, and extrapolate from there, uh, you can totally check that out. Um, so yeah, Indie Stone, small team. Uh, I was just, I was looking into it They They really only have like five people and some friends that are contributors, you know, they, uh, that helped out here and there. But uh, five folks from, from UK and Canada and Spiffo the raccoon. <laughs> They used to have a uh, a demo, but I don't I, think they do anymore. What? No, they. It says it right there. Oh, demo. There it is. You can also download the demo because <laughs> you don't see that anymore. Like the last game that I think before was like um, Bioshock One. No, I've played a couple of demos since. Well, then. well, you know, de- <laughs> like, like, you know, big, like, oh, hey, Steam download this demo. I'm like, oh, well, okay. the demo. I think the demo for this is actually because the game, the full game, there's a sandbox mode, and then they right now I think they currently have two, uh, I guess you would call them story modes, yeah. um, and I think the demo will just take you into one of the story modes. And this, I don't, again, being an alpha, I don't think the story in itself is actually fully completed or written out or anything like that. Um, so after a certain point, you're just—it's basically sandbox mode until you can until you die. So yeah, but so definitely it, definitely a fun, challenging game. If you like uh, sim games that put you in the the seat of the person smashing the zombies, also so. survival crafting—that's what this yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Survival crafting, um, but story not story like, to come. Yeah, All story for to fifteen come. bucks. It's, um, it's it's worth it. Trust me. Yeah. I have the game. It's fantastic. <laughs> and they're they're pretty good on updating as well. Like yeah. it is not the same game as it was a year ago. No, no, absolutely not. There were a lot of. It was really a year ago. I mean, I got it in 2012, and it was like it was super buggy then and everything like that. And of course, again, that was an early, early, early access. Um, but it was super buggy and everything like that. But they constantly update it, and they're they're constantly listening to their community too. So. That's yeah. Looks like they um, they <laughs> although they might not uh, update all the time, they definitely keep you guys uh, very interesting. Like their last big update was October thirteenth. Um, so you know, definitely check it out. They're active. They're active on Twitter, and, yeah. and they've got tons of ways to contact them. So, all right, Project Zomboid. Cool. Project Zomboid. That's you know yeah. what's next? Uh, 
the game that's free. Free fun. Nice segue. <laughs> Scary good segue. Smashing Pumpkins isn't just for the music lovers now. It is for the free game <laughs> lovers of the internet. Yes, this week we are talking about Smash from Beyond. Bravo. <laughs> now, although I don't know if there's a story behind this or not, but you are given a conveyor belt of pumpkins, and you are told some of these pumpkins might be bad. Scan the specific ones. Oh, and there might be some evil ones that you either have to avoid or super smash. Dude, and- America's duty. Same from terrorist America. <laughs> so this is as much a uh, reflex management. I'll call. I'll call it a reflex management game, and um, try to separate both eyes and focus on two different parts of the screen. Um, because you have to scan and you have to smash and you have to know when to do either and it is punishing and it is tricky and maybe I'm just bad at it but I think it's really hard. No, it I you 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 are bad at it, but I yeah. am too and it is because it's very hard. Well, yeah. you know, it's like training monkeys with you too, so I I got to say I'm amazingly bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> the art in this game is awesome. Like, oh, yeah. just look it, it not only like it throws me back to like old school, um, uh, old school Newgrounds games with like the sort of style that they are. Well, you're talking, you're talking. Evil Dog has been on Newgrounds for a long time. Well, yeah, exactly. And so he has like that presence there already. It's kind of like he has a known, a known style already established. There. That's why. That's why when I found out he was coming out with the uh, Halloween game, I was kind of expecting it because he did, yeah. did last year uh, and everything like that. He. Um, most of his games are free and everything like that, by the way, with, uh, with Lab of the Dead and Road of the Dead. That was before that and everything. He actually has some uh, that are also on mobile, but uh, they're all very similar in the art style. But I do have to say, like you said, that's actually what caught my eye first was uh, I saw concept art of some of the some of the mutated pumpkins uh, for, for the yeah. game. I was like, holy they're like shit. They're like evil. Yeah, it's cool. Like they're adorably demonic. I'm actually, I'm actually playing it right now. True. Oh, and they, <laughs> and actually, Evil Dog. Just by the way, everyone, Evil Dog is in our stream right now for the live stream. He did. He he. As correction. is the artist. Correction. Yes. So as is the artist, we should give full credit to Sick Death Fiend. He's actually the one that does yeah. the art that oh, we are cool. recognizing. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah, good job. And Evil Dog <laughs> does coding, uh, which we of course. Uh, there, there is a style in that as well, actually, that you mentioned that uh, as far as uh, how smooth the game plays and everything like that. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> that, that, that thing that I, that I wanted to bring up regardless is that it is, uh, with a lot of free games, sometimes you might have some, like, uh, uh, looseness or, or, or slip in the controls. Um, even in some big games, that happens, but everything is tight and concise and feels really good. Um, I actually played. I played one. Uh, I, I did a let's play uh, a year ago of oh, what was that? Polter gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and talk about tight. There's a, a very nice hitbox on a lot of those. Uh, not because we're broadcasting on hitbox, but uh, there was a very nice hitbox on all those. Uh, basically, toys are coming at you, and it's it's one of those. It's kind of like a tower defense game, uh, wave, uh, wave game. I don't know, what do you call it? But, um, you know, toys are coming at you, monsters and things like that, and you have to fend them off. And uh, I, I enjoyed the fact that I didn't get frustrated at, I'm like, I swear to God, I'm clucking it. 
yeah and, you know it 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 clicked when it needed to click so once so I here, once I realized that the scanner had a power limit and I needed <laughs> to alternate, like it, I started to get a little bit better at it, but I kind of missed that the first go around. Oh, um, it yeah. is it is also available on uh, the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So if you don't want to play it in your browser, you can play it on. Uh, I'm assuming your tablet or your phone, and uh, I, I'm actually gonna go check it out on my phone right now. Um, this will be the only game that has ever been installed on my phone. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> wow, that you just game. Evil Dog just took Rev's phone cherry, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and he knows it. This is smile. You, you know what else he knows? That it's the <laughs> The coughing time? Alright. That means that it's the end of the show. Thank you. <laughs> the end of the show. Uh so that yeah, that was a free game. This is the end of the show though. All good things have to come to an end. Don't be afraid, though. We will, of course, come back next week with episode 26. Um, first of all, I would like to say that uh, for those of you who donated to our Indiegogo campaign, thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate it and everything like that. Of course, the money, again, is going to go towards uh, uh, our new website for us. Uh, something that's uh, more functional, everything like that. We'll get that figured out. And as far as like the, the perks that you guys get, um, they will be sent out to you as soon as uh, we can figure out the, the most efficient way, but we will get yeah, them out. You'll get emails. We'll let you, we'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, and then, for those of you uh, listeners... Gosh, I don't think we're broadcasting anymore. Oh, son of a bitch. I don't know. It says we are. Uh... I'm not getting... <coughs> Excuse I'm me. getting stuff. Well, okay. Okay. well we're ending fine. the show anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. We are. So, uh, for those of you lis- listening on our live stream... We do have uh, edited versions with bumpers, uh, background music, and uh, gameplay footage and everything like that. It's all edited and everything. But the background music, for those of you uh, who are listening to the edited version, is by Evil Dog. Because I'm going to um, use Evil Dogs from Newgrounds.com, the uh, Creative Commons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like very talented musician. Just let's, in time for Halloween. We just yell at us for that. <laughs> well, no, it's it's on it's on the Creative Commons yeah, and everything yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. So, Newgrounds is a very awesome place. And then, uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, for those of you who are listening to the edited version, of course, we have a uh, live stream that you can listen to uh, almost every Friday, depending on you know if nothing crazy happens. We try and start at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time. This this week we got a little late because. Uh, uh, there was Rev's, a fire in was, a network room. <laughs> Rev's, Rev's work fire and everything like that. Hot fire. I was on fire. You know. <laughs> yeah, and and I my I don't know fire. Yeah. It's bad things all around. But we got it started and everything like that. And uh, if you'd like to contact, by the way, if you are an indie game musician or indie game uh, video game musician or an indie game developer, anything like that, or if you know anyone who is, please let us know. Contact us in any way possible, because we could feature you on the show. You never know. You can contact us by going to uh, Twitter, twitter.com. Our handle is at Podcast, facebook.com slash Podcast. Uh, we have a subreddit. It's reddit.com slash r slash indiegameriot. And uh, our email for now is gaming at gmail.com. Brought to you by Dominus. Brought to you, brought to you by Dominus. Thank Even you. No, I work. <laughs> and we'll get we'll get our uh, we'll get our website uh, up and running our, as soon as possible. But for now, you can just watch all the previous episodes 
on youtube.com slash Gaming. So, any did last words? Reddit? I did. Thank you. Did, did we did we spook you this episode? Was did it have scary? a Halloween? Oh. <laughs> I was I'm, honestly expecting, like, I've got the lights in my living room all turned on and the blinds are open, so you would think that, you know, somebody <laughs> would come knock on the door. I was hoping so that I could just, like, mute the microphone, kick open the door, and be like, I've got nothing for you! Quick <laughs> <laughs> well, thoughts, I get some rocks. Charlie Brown, some kids. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you're just going to kill some kids with rocks. That sounds so bad. <laughs> anyway, say goodbye. Ooh, goodbye. Ooh. Happy Halloween. Ooh, Zombie meth. <laughs> like this guy, like who's a scientist who makes meth for people, literally had a bad batch. A guy steals it, s- smokes up, gets the a hooker, steals it from him, gets all of her hooker friends to do it, become zombies, and just start eating people. Someone, and- <laughs> someone should, uh, someone should change Breaking Bad. Now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I can't, I can't make this up.